And it's a free clinic this week where Dr. Rajman's president of the Malaysian Wellness Society will help answer all your medical questions. Dr. Rajman's, good morning. Good morning. Are you ready to answer some of these really intense questions? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi, do you have a question for Dr. Rajman's? Yeah, I'm just suffering from tinnitus and it's been like more than a year and it's been like there for so long and sometimes it's so loud. Uh, I went to audiologies and they say everything is okay but I do not know what's wrong. I do not know what should I do next. Yeah, I mean most of the time tinnitus has got no cause whether they blame sometimes during when you're young somebody gave us some medication that caused it or it's a degeneration of those, you know, the inner middle ear thing. But if you just occur for the last one year, is there any decrease in hearing? No, my hearing is fine. Okay. I've been to two twice audiology and they say hundred percent. Yeah, and there's no giddiness of a tigo and all that. Actually, my episode started with a tigo first. I have a tigo attack serious one twice or three times in mm. two years time. Right. Then the tigo is totally gone. Then the tinnitus kick in. Yeah, so it's definitely your tinnitus is twenty four seven is there. Yeah, so that's definitely your ear balance. So did you see a ENT so far in between this all these episodes? Yeah, I seen the ENT first. Then he referred me to an audio. Audiology, uh, and then so the audiology say everything is fine. Yeah, so basically, and sometimes yeah. it's so loud. At a certain time, it will be suddenly two, three seconds will be so loud, mm. and it will be gone. Yeah, I know. A lot of people who have tinnitus have the issue. The only thing is they say try white noises, and uh, you know to see whether that sort of hides that the tinnitus. But a lot of people just end up living with it. There's no real medication. <laughs> your medication for your vertigo, they do say that maybe certain ginkgos might help if you take. But again, I find that a lot of my patients who have taken don't really recover so they just learn to live with the tinnitus la. Yeah. You can go on uh, YouTube and I've seen certain people talk that certain sort of acupoints or certain exercises might help reduce mm. the tinnitus. Again, you can try. Not many people have success but uh, no harm looking at some alternative therapies if you can. But from a doctor's point of view, there's no real medication that can stop tinnitus. Only we have for vertigo. So, I think you reduce more research on your own and then otherwise just have to learn to use some white noises to cover that fact la, and leave with it. No choice. Okay, Mimi? Yeah, but then there won't be any Problem, right? Underlying problem, right? No, I think that's why if you've seen the ENT, you'd have probably looked at all that. Yeah, and if mm. everything is normal, then there's just one of those chronic tinnitus that just have to leave with it or find other ways to reduce the noise. Okay, thank you so much, doctor. Yeah, thank Thanks you. for your question, Mimi. Thank you. Frida, what's your question? Okay, the question is recently I was, I mean, I'm having a back pain, you know. Back pain? Yes. Okay. The pain is just there and then I've seen a GP and then they have just given me some uh, muscle relaxation. But then now the pain is coming down my my right leg. So I'm just quite worried whether to go and see another doctor or do a simple exercise will be better or is there any other remedy to do? Yeah, I mean, uh, once you have lower back pain that radiates to the leg, this is called skytica. That means basically there's a compression of your nerve, la, you know. Probably I've got what they call spondylosis and that's causing, you know, which is a degeneration and that is, you know, they can get like a spur in the back of the bone and then that can compress your nerve. So, running down is skytica. Now, once you get nerve sort of symptoms, you know, neuropathy like symptoms like skytica, then I think it's actually advisable 
to go and see a orthopedic or a spine doctor to see how mm-hmm. bad so because the pain is just there and when i take the muscle relax medicine is just pain for only one or two hours you know no. i think that one is just not solving your problem is just stopping the pain but i think that's not the right thing to do because mm-hmm. uh, if you once getting this pain down the right leg sciatica then you're already talking of you know something that's more than just a simple back pain uh, maybe therapy can help and if that doesn't work then go and see a doctor to see whether you actually need the x-rays and mri to see what's really going on when you on. say therapy that means chiropractors or uh, or physiotherapists right. these are two people that uh, will can help you la. they will also probably do certain assessments and then advise you accordingly la. okay thank you doctor joe do you have a question for the doctor my father has ckd and he's been experiencing pain in his leg I'm wondering whether that's related. Question two is: We're having a challenge trying to figure out what type of Asian diet or what's the proper portions diet and whatever else it may be. Although we've been informed that you should be eating low salt, low potassium, and low whatever else. Yeah, I mean, uh, how bad is the CKD? Is chronic kidney disease, isn't it? So how bad is he? Like, you know, the EGFR or his creatinine level? Is it? Level is 400 so it's almost almost stage 3 4 disease isn't it and i think the doctors are just trying to see whether they can slow down so you don't need dialysis so this is some of the things they will advise you like you know of course things like medication is you on any medication to for blood pressure diabetes pressure no diet no blood pressure so one of the things important is of course uh, still adequate hydration uh, eating a diet that's uh, again the same thing they'll tell you low salt and low uh, potassium also maybe low protein they'll give you proteins of 40 grams only that's what they advise have you seen a dietitian our struggle is this a lot of things that we find on the net is generally western diet yeah so i think you have to see a dietitian who is your nephrologist yeah. who is seeing the your dad dr hugh and dr tarma yeah yeah so ask them to refer to the dietitian so they can sit down and give you the malaysian version of the right diet for a ckd patient and that's very important make sure it doesn't take medication that can harm the kidneys from certain antibiotics certain painkillers exercise will still help i find that you know just simple walks will help now all the cramps and all are part of his uh, CKD the pain in the legs so all this he has to manage accordingly la. but important that he doesn't take painkillers that can actually harm the kidney further and I think go and see a dietitian then you get a good idea because my dietitian actually sit down and exactly tell you what are the local foods that are good and what are not things that you should avoid right prior to this it was with UH and the only thing that we got out of that was a pamphlet to to guide us on what kind of food to no, eat. No, but I think if you're in the uh, any hospital now, they can just get you to see a dietitian and dietitian don't cost much anyway. And they can give you okay. a really good breakdown of what to do. We received a voice note from Sin Hui. Good morning, Doc. My mom is a 50-year-old woman. She always feels numbs in her whole hand, that means from the shoulder to the fingertips, especially when she woke up in the morning and sometimes also in the afternoon. Can I know what could probably be the reason causing this situation? Thank you. It's very disturbing that the mom's only 50 and experiencing this, isn't it? Yeah, but you can, you know, 50 is not that young anymore in that sense that uh, if you're looking at nerve, you know, entrapment. So numbness is definitely something involving a nerve. We call it a neuropathy. And if it's one-sided, then it could be some, uh, you know, whether the nerve getting compressed in the neck, whether it's somewhere in the shoulder joint. Sometimes, even funny, couple tunnel, though it's the entrapment is in, in the wrist, but sometimes the pain and the numbness can go up. So it could be anywhere here. What is being trapped in the r- nerves, doctor? Yeah, that means something... Uh, 
bone pressing on it or tendon that is not like a blood clot or whatever. No, blood clot is more in the vessels. Okay. So vessels don't present with numbness; they present with pain. This one is numbness. So sometimes diabetics, diabetics can get this, this sort of symptoms. Someone with thyroid problems can get these symptoms. But this looks more localized. Looks like a nerve. What normally we do is we send them for a nerve conduction study to see where exactly is that nerve getting trapped or what's causing that numbness. Is it something uh, sensory thing that's happening? Is it something that's localized or is something more generalized? So all that uh, will give us an idea. Nerve conduction can do that. But just seeing a doctor and just by sometimes doing certain physical tests, they might be able to tell you where exactly is the nerve getting compressed, and they may do certain blood tests or they may go ahead and do a nerve conduction. So I think if you're getting numbness, a simple thing to do will be just maybe try. Uh, I sometimes just give them B12 tablets and see whether that helps. Sometimes the pain goes away. But if you find the diagnosis, let's say it's a sphygmospondylosis or something in the shoulder, then you get some physiotherapy done that will help. So again, depends on. We know it's a nerve. Mm. We know that's causing the problems. But what exactly is underlying cause has to be investigated. Are you open to maybe acupuncture? Maybe acupuncture? yes. All this I think uh, do help. But I would still want to know what is the underlying diagnosis. Right. For example, if it's spondylosis, physiotherapy, acupuncture, all this can help. You know, exercises, some local treatments. Sometimes the, the numbness goes away. But are there is there a cure for this? Like, is, are there there specific treatments depending or medication the, for this? On, yeah, again, depending on the underlying cause. But if it's a, something that's involves the nerve, sometimes the medication that helps that you can give medication to reduce the numbness and the pain. Aisha, what is your question for Dr. Rajpans? Alright, so basically I have eczema since birth. So when I'm adult now, because I try to reduce all these steroid creams and medications, so I opt for the salary juice thing. But after continuing with the salary juice, I started to have this topical steroid withdrawal. I'm not sure how to stop it. In the end, I go back to medication. So any tips or advice? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be easy because you've been taking it for so long. But mm-hmm. I think you're on the right track. You know, it's a changing a total lifestyle. You know, uh, eczema is basically uh, you probably have some genetic component. Plus, you know, some lifestyle things that triggered it off. So, toxins, chemical things, yeah. uh, or yes. preservatives, all these type of things has to come out. Diet, a lot of foods that are high in anti-inflammation, high in antioxidants. So, these are the type of things, and it'll take time because it takes time. All this for this to work, it sometimes it take you months. You have to carry on that lifestyle, and over time, slowly maybe reduce the type of steroids from stronger ones to lighter ones, and then maybe slowly reduce the frequency. And it will take you time. You cannot expect it to happen overnight. Some of my patient takes up to you know. Even six months to one year before they actually overall <laughs> the body has sort of detoxified itself and gone back to normal. And you might yeah. still have breakthroughs for whatever reason. You know, sometimes your stress can precipitate. So all that you just leave with it. Not to worry. If you do get a relapse, just keep on maintaining. And over time, your body will get rid of everything. I see. Okay, because I've been doing this salary for about a year now, but I do have a few flare up here and then. You know, yeah. it's kind of disappointing to know that. Yeah, but I've try been to trying s- so hard. Yeah, try to see what flares up. It's something. You add or something else that what triggered it off will be good to know. Good mm. to see, sta- learn, learn to know your own body and see what triggers it off. So next time you know, okay, this is what probably happened, and the next time I can avoid that. You I see the see. food, you see the stress, is it lack of sleep or something else that happened? Mm-hmm. All, All right, right Aisha. Understand. All right. All right. Hopefully, that answers your question. Celery juice for eczema. That's interesting. So you it's just drink celery juice? I think what she said is basically helps you to detox. Huh? The older you get, does it clear up? Does it up? disappear? Yeah. Not necessarily. Again, your lifestyle. I got old patients who are getting silvers. 